If you want to be more efficient and effective while running your business with more inner peace than working on the core of your issues instead of putting on a band-aid is vital. Welcome to the Business Brain Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Radford, and here to help you improve your 28 cognitive functions, the 28 things that make up thinking. In each episode, we'll discuss a real-life challenge, why you might be struggling with it, and give you practical strategies so all areas of your life will improve. Not sure what to delegate or maybe how to do it in a way where you'll get what you want. Maybe you feel like you're done with giving over tasks because no one does it as good as you. That's what's coming up next on the Business Brain Podcast, episode 414. But first, want a super easy to understand, super easy to implement resource on cognitive functions. I got you. Grab a copy of your essential guide to cognitive functions at lifepeaksuniversity.com forward slash guide. It's lifepeaksuniversity.com forward slash guide. Now for today's real life challenge, imagine you just got back some work from your VA and you're not very happy about it. It's not done correctly and you're not sure if you should explain it again or it's easier for you to just do it by yourself. You might be struggling with this if you have the cognitive deficiency of labeling or being precise. Both cognitive functions that we spoke about in episode 403 and 404. But there's another cognitive function, another thinking skills that you've got to be good at in order to delegate well. And that is conserving constancies. That's an understanding of what attributes need to stay the same for an object to keep its identity. I'll explain with an example and it will click. In order for a square to be considered a square, it needs to have four sides of equal length and four right angles. It doesn't make a difference what color it is or what size it is. If it has four sides of equal length, four right angles, 90 degrees, right? It's a square. But as soon as all four sides are not equal anymore, it's not a square. No matter what color it is, as soon as those like, two sides are longer than the other, all of a sudden now it becomes a rectangle instead of a square. So conserving constancy is being able to see what characteristics need to stay the same so the object is still the same. doesn't make a difference if the square is blue or red. It makes a difference that it has four right angles and four sides that are all equal. What does conserving constancies have to do with delegating? In order to delegate well, you've got to understand what parts of the task need to stay the same so the task does its job. There are going to be tasks where it needs to be done exactly how you do it in order to get the right results. There are also going to be tasks that can be done slightly differently and still get the same results or better. If you want to delegate without micromanaging or it's constantly getting stressed at the work that was done, you've got to make it clear to yourself and the person you're delegating to what parts of the task need to be done a certain way. For example, if you are delegating podcast editing, the format needs to stay the same every single time. Intro, outro, ads, etc. need to be consistent throughout. 
However, you might decide you don't care how much space is in between people talking. It's okay sometimes if there's more space than others. Or maybe like this podcast, it's an important factor because the podcast is so short. So what should you be delegating? There are four types of tasks to delegate. Tasks that are not in your zone of genius. Tasks you don't like doing. Repeatable tasks you do often. These are actually the easiest to delegate. And number four, specialized tasks. Tasks that require specialized skills. Before you delegate a task, you are going to want to ask yourself, what will happen if I just delete it and no one does this? Many times we want to get everything done, but we don't need to do everything. Maybe you could just get rid of it completely instead of delegating it. And more commonly, is there a way to automate it? I can't tell you how many times I get contacted by VAs to schedule appointments when they can simply have a scheduling link. A lot faster, a lot more convenient, and saves a lot of money. Other tasks that can be automated are data entry through Zapier, email filters, and automated responses, automated emails, right? For payments, etc. Once you got clear that there's no way to delete it and there's no way to automate it, it's time to delegate it. So here are five ways to delegate in a way that will give you the results that you want. Number one, start by seeing what constancies need to be conserved. What parts of this task need to stay the same for you to get the results you want. When you are clear on this, it will help you communicate better and focus on what is most important. Number two, if it's a a repeatable task, something you show them once and they do it after by themselves, instead of showing them what you need to do, create a screen share video showing them step-by-step what to do. This way they can press pause and do it and come back and rewatch the video however many times they need instead of constantly asking you. A great software for this is Loom. You just show them on your screen exactly what you're doing. Number three, see if you can create templates. Way more than you think you can create templates. Many tasks that you do on the fly would be a lot easier for you to explain and for someone else to do if they are using your template. Make your life even easier by creating templates for yourself whenever possible, even if you're not delegating. Number four, create a clear system using some sort of software that will help you communicate and know where you are on each one of the tasks. I personally really like ClickUp as you can set up automations for reoccurring tasks. When things that happen every time automatically gets reoccurred. Number five, Know whoever you are delegating to, they have weak cognitive functions too, and they are most probably different than yours. Keep in mind that wherever there's miscommunication, instead of getting mad at them, see if there's a way to find out where things went wrong and create a strategy for next time. Better yet, if you can give them the cognitive function assessment at like pixuniversity.com forward slash CF and help them improve their cognitive functions. You wanna make sure that they can feel like they can ask questions at any time and you can give feedback in both directions. In today's episode, we discuss how to delegate so you get the results you want. First, you wanna make sure your cognitive functions of labeling and being precise are strong, both in which we spoke about in episodes 403 and 404. Then you wanna figure out which type of tasks you need to delegate, but there are four of them. We have 
tasks that aren't in your zone of genius, tasks you don't like doing, repeatable tasks you do often, and specialized tasks. Then we spoke about five tips for getting good at delegation. Number one, get clear on what attributes need to stay the same. Number two, see if you create a video explaining it something like Loom. Number three, create templates. Number four, create systems to keep yourself on track. I like ClickUp. And number five, understand that they have different cognitive functions and you have to make sure to communicate in a way that their brain understands. Your challenge this week is if you don't delegate already to create a list of what you can delegate. And if you do delegate to pick one of the five tips we spoke about today, so delegation becomes easier and better. Have an awesome rest of your day and I will see you next week. That's all for this episode of the Business Brain Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it with two of your business friends so they too can gain from it and we'll be helping us reach our goal of 1 million downloads by the end of 2025. Cheers to peak brain performance.